we all need encouragement at some point in time, whether it's for personal motivation, comfort, or reflection. An encouraging word can offer hope, inspiration, or a new perspective. Each week, we will explore biblical passages that will encourage and remind us of God's love, faithfulness, greatness, and sovereignty in our lives. So let's start the week off right. I'm your podcast host, Drea, and you're now listening to Divine Exhortations. Hey, friend, and happy Monday, December the 6th. Thank you for tuning into Divine Exhortations with Drea. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for choosing this podcast. I truly believe you are going to be blessed by what you hear. I certainly have over the course of the season. And for those of you who continue to show your support by listening every week, uh, by sending me private messages, you've given this podcast a great rating. Did I say that right? A great rating. <laughs> Thank you so much um, for that. Like your support and feedback means so much to me. So thank you. All right. So we have two more episodes left for this season, but I am actually trying to add in one more episode for you all. There is someone else I would love to have on this podcast to share a word of encouragement. So I'm hoping everything works out well, but I will keep you all posted. All right. uh, We've officially made it into the holiday season. It is 19 more days till Christmas, and I am so excited, really looking forward to spending time with family and friends. But more importantly, Jesus is the reason for the season. And for that alone, I am so grateful. And speaking of being grateful, I am extremely grateful for all of my friends who have joined with me to share an uplifting word of hope and faith, love, and God's promises, you name it, each and every Monday with you. And joining me today is a very good friend of mine. She is just so pleasant and filled with gems of wisdom. She loves the word of God, and I am just so honored to have her with me today my friend and my sister in Christ, Danielle Stevens. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hey, Drea. I'm doing good, girl. (laughs) Good. Glad to hear. Uh, So once again, thank you for agreeing to come on this platform. I believe someone is going to be uplifted and encouraged Um, So what I've been doing, Danielle, is I've been asking my guests before they share their word of exhortation, just to briefly share your salvation story. So how you came to know the Lord. All right. All right. I will share my salvation story. But even before that, I just want to thank you. It's such an honor to be one of your guests on Divine Exhortations. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. No problem, girl. All right, so my salvation story. I have been a born-again believer for the last 14 and a half years of my life. And I know 
that my journey has been divinely ordered by God. Mm. And, you know, you know, I know that God is sovereign and I know he's in control of everything, but you know, when you know, because you can see and feel the hand of God on your life and it's not just head knowledge, right? Um, That's how I feel about coming to know the Lord and and becoming a Christian. Mm. I mean, I wasn't even contemplating or planning on becoming a Christian because in my mind, girl, I thought I already was a Christian. Right. Since I was, I grew up in the Catholic faith. I was blessed uh, in Catholic uh, church. They say you're baptized as a baby. And I mm-hmm. was baptized a baby as a baby. So I thought I was good. I was claiming Christianity like it was my own and living my own life, my own way, doing my own thing and not following the word of God and not even really knowing what the word of God, but what the word of God was. But I actually started coming to church at Refuge City as uh, I was a guest to a baby blessing. Mm. And from there, it took me about two months of coming after that point. And then I was baptized and just the rest is history. I at that point, my quest began to learn more about God and who God really was and who he is and what it really meant to be a Christian. And, and how, that, that journey still continues today. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing your salvation story with us. Really do appreciate that. And um, similar to you as well, I'm thinking about just my upbringing. Um, I started out in the Baptist church. So that's where I was coming from. It was a Baptist church. And um, I mentioned it on my previous podcast with Mark Lawrence, but my mom would send me all the time. And um, yeah, I remember going to, going to Sunday school and participating and, you know, in all the events and functions and things that they did. But yeah, I started out with in a Baptist um, church. And then, you know, along the way, my journey um, brought me to uh, the Pentecostal apostolic faith. So I'm grateful very grateful. Amen. Amen. I hear uh, that, girl. <laughs> All right, girl. So at this time, um, I'm going to allow you to lead us into uh, your exhortation for today and just share what is laid upon your heart with us. Okay, sure, sure. So, well, today I just want to share something that the Lord has been speaking to me about over the past two weeks or so. Um, the other day I was just hanging out in my room, spending some time with the Lord and I was sitting there and I heard the phrase in my head, tried, tested and true. Hmm. And from there, the scripture from the book of Romans, Romans chapter five, um, uh, Romans five, verse three is where it's from that scripture that instructs us to glory in our tribulations because tribulation worketh patience and right. with patience comes experience. And then with that experience comes hope. Right. Mm-hmm. And the scripture goes on to remind us that our hope is not a shame because it's in Jesus Christ who Amen. because of his love has given us his Holy spirit to dwell in us. And with his spirit, no matter what trials and tribulations and tests we are faced with, because Christ is in us, we have the power to overcome and to remain true. Mm-hmm. And so after processing the scripture and reading it over a few times, 
the original phrase that I had heard earlier, tried, tested, and true, kept repeating in my mind. And I remembered those car commercials from back in the day where you would see cars speeding and taking tight corners on smoothly, like on wet roads, right? Mm-hmm. And, and trucks driving through muddy terrain and across rocky streams and even in snow-covered areas, sometimes even pulling um, other vehicles behind them, showing how strong their vehicles are. And basically what they were saying is that they have brought their cars through the ringer. The materials, the things that they have used to build them have been tested and they have been tried. Mm. They have been put through certain stress tests and materials formulated and refined so that they are made strong and can perform no matter what tests come their way. Then they are true, true to whatever they said the product that they have created was going to offer. Mm. And so then this led me to look up the three words tried, tested, and true. And here's what I found. I will read it. I will read the definitions out so the listeners can hear. Um, so tried. When harsh demands are placed on an individual or an object and they experience stress, pain, or suffering. Mm. Tested. Where the quality, performance, and reliability of something is measured before putting it into widespread use or practice. True, consistent, steadfast, and loyal. Someone or something that is conformable to a standard. And so those three definitions really resonated with me and just got me going on a tangent in my journal and writing and and just meditating on what the Lord was trying to say to me. And the way that I worked it out in my mind, it was just, you know what, we go through all these things in our lives and we are faced with certain situations and circumstances that come to measure our performance. But right. How, right? how reliable are we as Christians though? Mm. How reliable are we as servants of God? Are we ready to be effective in the various areas of ministry that he has for us in order for us to show forth the goodness of God consistently. And then I thought about the perspective that we sometimes have in our trials, right? right. If, if I'm out here praying to God, God, use me and let me be able to talk to people and let me know more about you and, and help me to make a difference and have an impact on the lives of other people to help me be a light in this world then, man, I have to be able to come to a place where I embrace my trials, that I, I embrace the wear and tear in those moments of distress, those moments of suffering and yes. pain, mm-hmm. right? This is to be expected. These, though, are the, re- the moments that we are refined. It's where we're being equipped to be able to withstand whatever test may come our way so that we can be sent out and continue to remain faithful while we are sent. Amen. Right. And continue to remain true to God and be able to do the will of God and function in the purpose that he has called us to function in. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I I, I thought about that and it's like, I want to be conformed to the standard of his word. And that's where we ought to want to get to. We ought to want to give thanks for those moments that we are tried and tested because 
they help us to know they help they're more for us they help us to know without a shadow of a doubt that we are conformed to the standard that he has laid out in the word of god amen right right and so i remember the first scripture that i memorized as a new believer when i first came into the apostolic faith um there was a scripture that uh, our first lady gave to me, and it was from First Peter 4, verse 12, which says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials that come to try you, as though some strange thing has happened unto mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I remembered that and was like, man, if what the word is telling me is don't think it's strange when you're in tough situations. Right. Expect it and understand that it is here to refine you. It will make you better. It will make you qualified. And I want to be qualified. I don't want to be sent out unqualified. Amen. Right? And so we want to talk about the process of being tried and tested so that we can be found true. And that's where I want to go today. Um, The word of God lets us know that Jesus Christ, he is the truth. He is the life and he is the way. Amen. And in the book of Galatians, Galatians 5, verse 22, it lets us know that the character of Christ is nicely wrapped up in the fruit of the spirit, which go on to be described as love, joy, peace, goodness, meekness, gentleness, patience, temperance. I'm missing one. Uh, faith. Um, as these characteristics are formed in us, by us yielding to the Holy Spirit in our trials, we are on our way to becoming true, mm-hmm. right? So if we break down the fruit of the Spirit even further, so, you know, there are other aspects. There are other embedded traits that we can find ourselves being tested in, like our integrity, our obedience, our loyalty, and our ability to forgive. Right. And so those ones really hit for me because, you know, I feel like there are topics that, along with the fruit of the spirit, those other ones that I've mentioned, they are ones that they are always interesting um, areas of conversation, mm-hmm. right? Um, and if you read through the Bible, we find so many people that have gone through various trials that are pulling these particular qualities out of them so that you see them being displayed in these individuals at the end of their trials. Mm. So, we can look at like Job, 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 we see a man who went from, who went through the most amount of suffering, more than any of us will probably see in our lifetime. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a Job, I'm sorry, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> if I have to be, then A, I will take it because that's, I know that you're doing something, but man, I am not standing up front in line to be mm-hmm. a Job. Yes, yes. Not, but, not me either. <laughs> <laughs> but in spite of all that this man lost, he did not curse God. He was angry, yes, but he didn't lash out disrespectfully. His tribulation worked his patience for real. His capacity to endure, his capacity to go through all that he went through was being increased. In the midst of it, he was able to say in Job 23, verse 10, he says, but he knoweth the way that I take when he has tried me. 
I shall come forth as gold. Job kept it together. He displayed patience, temperance, and faith. He knew that his trials were for a purpose. He didn't know what the purpose was, and he still believed. In the previous lines of that passage in verses um, 8 and 9, he says, Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I can't perceive him. On the left hand, where he does work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. I mean, if I could paraphrase Brother Job in my own translation, the Danielle's translation, I'd be like, listen, basically I'm working out here on blind faith, okay? <laughs> I that he knows the way that I'm taking. Yeah. And he is trying and processing me right now. And when I'm done going through this, I am going to come out as pure gold and I will be found true in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. And that was Danielle's translation right there. <laughs> um And then we can look at Daniel. We look at Daniel and the three Hebrew boys in Daniel 3, verses 16 to 18, where King Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to bow down to this man-made idol, but they refused. It was in this moment that their faith and loyalty was being put to the ultimate test. They had already refused to eat the king's food, and now they were barefacedly refusing to bow even at the threat of death. Mm Mm-hmm. In that scripture, they said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. No apologies made. Mm-hmm. Newsflash, y'all. Your faith is truly revealed in the midst of your pain and suffering. Amen. Yes. That's just what it is. It's in these moments that you realize, man, my faith is legit because I don't know how else I would be able to be here right now. It's only because I believe in God and I believe God Mm -hmm. to be who he said he's going to be, right? I, I, I don't like where... I am at right now and I don't even get it yet no matter what I believe that he is so situations will come to try you and as long as you are alive there will be more to come right Mm -hmm. you may sometimes want to let go and lose faith because you're going through and it's just so much pressure but you won't let go because your walk with the Lord is real and your relationship with God is real and you know that God is real and your faith is going to be fortified when you find yourself in his presence, in his word, on your knees in prayer. God is going to be able to continue to lift you up and to uphold you even when you're going through your times of distress. Mm. And that's like, those are the moments that make the trials and the tribulations worth it when you feel that personalized handheld embrace that comes from god even just thinking about it i i I get a little bit emotional because man i'm sure drea you've been there before you've been in those situations i've been in those situations i'm sure our listeners have been in those situations where 
you don't know what else you would do, but it's just God holding you because you've been able to overcome and get through your trial. Right. And, you know, when we look at qualities like forgiveness and humility, God will allow us, (laughs) God will allow us to be wronged by others. Let me tell you, Mm -hmm. if we are humble enough to forgive and to extend the same grace that he has extended to us. So true. Listen, sometimes we go through some situations that cause us to puff up ourselves and not forgive other people. And it's, it's not okay. But when the test comes, we sometimes find ourselves forming an alliance with unforgiveness right we right. we know we know better but we are here standing in alliance with unforgiveness because we feel like we deserve to not forgive mm. but never do we want to be found unforgiven by god when it comes to us but when it comes to us forgiving other people <laughs> well that's a different story mm. we go through these trials right like not only do they humble us, but they hopefully teach us to be able to forgive quickly and to help us to remember that, listen, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We did not deserve it, but even us not deserving it in that state and being foul and faulty, he still died for us and extended grace so that we would be able to live. Mm. He forgave us of all of our sins. Yeah. And as as people, girl, as people who have been forgiven, we're not supposed to turn around and not forgive. We're supposed to turn around and forgive in that same manner of forgiveness. 100%. Not a variation of forgiveness, but that same manner that has been extended onto us. I know it's easier said than done, but guess what? It's been said in the word, so it should be done. Amen. Right? In the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 35. I'm not going to read it, but um, Jesus tells us the parable of the unforgiving debtor, where there was a king who was owed a large sum of money by one of his servants. And he called upon the servants to pay back his debt, right? And the servant was unable to pay the king. And the king commanded that that particular servant and his family and his goods, that they be sold so that the debt could be paid. The servant begged and pleaded with the king, king, be patient with me and I will pay you back. And, you know, the king actually did one better and forgave the servant completely of his debt. The same servant went on to find one of his own servants now Mm -hmm. that owed him an even... smaller amount of money and roughed up the man and said listen you owe me my money I want my money and I'm paraphrasing obviously but when this same when this now his servant pleaded for mercy and for him to be patient with him instead of showing mercy the man threw him in jail yeah you're there until your debts are paid And so there are people that were watching and they ran back to the king and said, listen, king, the same man that you just absolved him of all of his debts, he went and found somebody and and could not extend that same, uh, you know, that same um, token onto them. And he ended up going back for the man and made the man stay 
in captivity until his debts were now paid. We have to make sure that we remember that we are forgiven, that we have been forgiven for much. Mm. We have so much that we have been forgiven for. So we can't be holding up people in malice and unforgiveness in a way that does not resemble how God has forgiven us. This is a part of our test. And are we going to be found in true humility with forgiving hearts? Or are Mm. we going to be found untrue when it comes to forgiveness? Right. And so that 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 has me going like this is a ongoing topic for me forgiveness because I don't want to be found in a place of unforgiveness. I want to be able to walk where the spirit of offense does not even touch me. I want mm. to be so true to God that that scripture that talks about great peace have they that love thy law and nothing shall offend them. I don't want to find an offense I want to be able to just let it go, let it slide off like a Teflon coating. And lastly, I want to look at love. And we hear a lot about love in the Bible. And we experience a lot of, you know, different forms of love in our lives. But man, do we go through some trials that test our capacity to love. Right, right. And sometimes these trials come directly to test our love for God. And sometimes they come to test our ability to love others, which really indirectly tests our love for God as well. God wants us to always be moving and leading our relationships with love. He tells us in his word that love your neighbor as I have loved you. He also says, if you don't love your brother who you have seen, how can you love me who you haven't seen? Mm-hmm. So even those everyday relationships that we have with our friends, our family, our coworkers, church members, etc., we also we ought to be showing them also that agape love, that that God love. We want to always be walking in love, so that even the sinner can see the love of God in us and feels that it is they are able to receive that love without feeling like we are going to hold their faults against them. God Mm. is love. God is love. Yes, he is. Right. So if we are going to be his ambassadors, then we are going to have to show our true, show how true we are, show our truth in that very same love. Amen. Amen. So I've, I've said it already, but I think it's so important that we begin to embrace our trials. Every single one of us is going to go through and continues to go through different circumstances so that what we can't do is compare. A lot of times people will compare what one is going through and to their situation or, or vice versa, but we can't do that. Doing this will simply frustrate and discourage us. Right. What we need to remember is that each of us is unique. And the way that we fulfill our purpose in glorifying God will look different from one person to the next. Right. We all have that purpose to glorify God. But how we attain to that, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Your trials are going to be different than than my trials. And Your trials will help you best to walk along your path. And my trials are going to help me to walk along 
my path in the best way possible so that God's desired destination will be arrived at. Mm-hmm. And everything goes through its own unique purpose or process rather to be refined. Gold is not refined the same way as a diamond and a diamond is not refined the same way as oil. They are all widely used things that have a high value in our way of living, but they are not readily accessible to be used if they are not refined. Right. And so my encouragement today um, is just simply for us to glory in our trials and tribulation, Mm. knowing that all things, all things are working together for our good because we love God and we are called according to his purpose. And when we are faced with those tests, we may not pass them on the first goal and we have to take the tests over again. But everything we do, we can learn from our trials. We can learn and, and know and understand that these trials are purposeful. They are here to help prepare us for those tests. So expect Expect the test to come again, right? And know that in order for God to use us to our full capacity and to send us out there to perform, our performance must be measured and acceptable by him, Mm -hmm. by him alone. But we got to make sure that we're conformed to his standards and his standards only so that we can find ourselves true in him and that he can find us true a true child of god true followers of christ and believers of his word leaning not on our own understanding but acknowledging him in everything that we do so that he can direct our pathway to being true amen thank you danielle for sharing uh such a wonderful reminder Uh, And just an encouraging word with us today. Uh, You mentioned glory in our, in our trials. And I think it's like, when you think of like words like that um, used together, it sounds like an oxymoron. Do you know what I mean? So like, that is is a thought that was going through my head. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) it's like an oxymoron. Cause like I'm reading here, even like the amplified version of Romans five verses three I'll read it very quickly. And not only this, but with joy, let us exalt in our sufferings, exalt in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships. What? Yeah. Yeah. And when I think about when I've gone through some hardships and some trials, my first line of defense or my first response is not rejoicing. If I can be very (laughs) transparent, I'm not rejoicing. I am upset. I am frustrated. I am caught off guard. I am overwhelmed. You name it. Like, I'm just like a mess. But Mm. here the Bible is emphasizing and stressing to us on on more than one occasion about us, you know, counting, you know, the sufferings as joy and all things. And thank you. Thank you very much. Right. And see, once again, we are told to rejoice and to exalt in, 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 in our trials and things like that. And I'm trying to think, like, I, I really try to wrap my head around this concept. And I'm thinking maybe we have to start at the, at the end. And, and what I mean is 
that yes. once we hit that trial, like when, when that trial comes, we're like, God, thank you because you are pruning me. God, thank you because you're doing this for me. God, I thank you because you're helping me to build my yeah. character. You know what I mean? Maybe we have to start backwards and work our way the other way. Because That's exactly right. what we have to do. We have that foresight now, right? We right. understand because the word lets us know that it's something that is good for us. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel good. Because we know that the end result is perfect. The end result is good. That's what we have to look to. And it helps to take our focus off of what we're actually going through. And right. that's the only we're able to rejoice that's right and it's like i think like once again it's just looking at the words because as we are going through our hardships and our trials the bible's saying in that process your endurance is being built your capacity yeah. your character is being strengthened you're becoming more right. mature you're you know you're proven you know there's hope there's confidence there's assurance all this Amen. positivity comes out of your hardship but we don't view it that way, right? We always look at it very negatively. But, girl, there is something mm. better. And there's something happening um, on the inside. Uh, I believe Mark Lawrence mentioned it, too, like that whole stage with the with the caterpillar. And, you know, you've heard, you know. The uh, metamorphosis. Yes, yeah. metamorphosis, right? Where you're inside and people don't see what's really happening until the butterfly comes out. It's beautiful. It's the same thing with us. Like, in our hardship and in our trial, it's dark, it you you feel alone um mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you, you feel mm-hmm. like the, the 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 walls are just closing in on you but it's like when you burst out of that cocoon your cocoon that shell mm-hmm. that's right that's right watch out right watch out <laughs> <laughs> danielle oh, thank you oh. so much this word was just so uplifting and so encouraging and we needed uh this reminder today that you know, no matter what we are facing, we are going to be tried. We are going to be tested. But at the end of it, you're going to be true. You're going Amen. to be true. And God's got you. God's Amen. got you. Awesome. Can you just do us the honor and just close this segment out in prayer? Absolutely. Ah, Father God, we thank you. We thank you today. We are just so grateful for your presence. We're grateful, mighty God, for your spirit that leads us into all truth. We are grateful for your hand that continues to hold us, oh Lord God. God, I thank you for Drea and this podcast, mighty God. I thank you for the listeners that will be hearing this podcast, mighty God. I pray that Everything that has been said has been done to your glory, O oh Lord Jesus. We pray that lives are changed, hearts are impacted through this medium. Mighty God, have your way, Lord. Have your way. Let someone come to know who you are through this very medium, O oh Lord God, of divine exhortation, Lord Jesus. I pray that you would continue to strengthen Drea as she carries on the work that you have called her to do. I pray, Almighty God, that you would continue to enrich the listeners, oh Lord God, as they tune in every Monday, uh, God, to be blessed. Lord, have your way today, and we just give you thanks. We give you honor, and we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I pray this exhortation has inspired you to act on God's word, challenged you to believe what his word says, and encouraged you to put your confidence in him. 
With that being said, have a wonderful week, everyone. Much love and many blessings. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you for listening to today's exhortation. I believe you were inspired, challenged, and encouraged today. Because of that, don't keep it to yourself. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, even a co-worker. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. I really feel so special. Let's do this again. See you next Monday.